0: Okay, so um, one of the things that we touched on this week was about having contentment in God and that scripture in Philippians where Paul says, I know how to have everything, I know how to have nothing. Um, He's obviously been shipwrecked, he'd been in prison um, and he'd gone through all of those journeys and he'd known the faithfulness of God and had that (coughs) peace and contentment that stayed as a steady throughout. And um, I wanted to look at two different um, passages of scripture, Um, firstly in Hebrews, in Hebrews 11 and then secondly in Ezekiel of all places and just a a key to contentment in God and it's to have an eternal mindset if we are temporarily (laughs) if we are temporarily minded we will have our faith will be sworn uh, uh, we swung around by by the results. If our mind is on the temporal, we will be blown around, (coughs) like it talks about in James. And um, so it's something that we need to be really mindful of if we sense discouragement in our hearts as we journey in faith. Um, So if we look at Hebrews, Yes, yeah, so it's Hebrews 11 and 12. Hebrews 11, um, just as a synopsis, goes through all of these different people who live by faith. So you have Enoch, you have Abraham, um, you have Moses, um, you have the story of the uh, walls of Jericho falling, just the faith journeys of some of the uh, people who went before us in the faith. And um, so how they had a focus it says, it says in where um, is it verse 39 and all of these having re- obtained a good testimony through faith did not receive the promise God having provided something better for us so they should not be made a perfect apart from us mm-hmm. and obviously because some of the things that they were believing for were for our generation not their own but they, it said um, that they received that through faith. They had a constantness, even though they died, without receiving the promises God had spoken. And um, they, you would have thought on their deathbeds they would have been discouraged. But God, you said. If even throughout their life they hadn't been, at that point you'd think, but God, you said. And it's having that concrete assurance that God said it, therefore I take my hands off it. I receive it by faith, I walk in that direction, knowing that what you've promised, you're faithful to your word. He doesn't deny his own word. And um, in terms of having that contentment, it says this in chapter 12, verse <clears throat> 1 Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so ing- easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that's set before us, looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down, i.e. in a place of completion, at the right hand of the throne of God. uh, Verse 12 says, Therefore, strengthen the hands which hang down, and the feeble knees, and make straight paths for your feet, so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed is a great check. Is there any discouragement in my heart? If there is, I need to be strengthening my hands that are down. We think that uh, sometimes we can think, oh yeah, God strengthened my hands, God strengthen my feeble knees, but the Lord tells us to do it. How do we do that? By fixing our eyes on Jesus, by having an assurance on his word and being eternally minded, not temporarily minded if we are that way we will constantly be hit with discouragement because it's not called faith for no reason it's called (coughs) faith because it's not what we don't see what (coughs) god has said which will happen and will come to pass and um i'm always aware of that scripture where jesus said to the disciples let us go across the lake and in the midst of it they freak out and go to the right person they cry out to jesus But they're doing it in fear and panic. And he rebukes them for their faith. And you think, well, that doesn't make sense because they cried out to the wrong person. But Jesus hadn't said, let us get into the boat. He said, let us go across the lake. That's what he had said. They had their um, mind on what they could see rather than what God had said. And so it's, it's for us, again, this is a way that we strengthen. This is a way we stay in a place of contentment, whether we see what God has said or whether we don't. We know that what he said will come to pass. In um, Ezekiel, the Lord charges him and gives him a command to go and speak to his his house Israel. And he says to them, you may not see what you say. You may not see it with your eyes, but you need to do it anyway. You need to be obedient because I've said it, regardless of whether you see the fruit of what you say and what I tell you to say. And um, so if we look at Ezekiel chapter 2... Um, Um, He says in verse 3 And he said to me, Son of man, I am sending you to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me to this very day, for they are an impudent and stubborn children. I am sending you to them, and you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord. As for them, whether they hear or whether they refuse, because they're a rebellious house, yet they will know that a prophet has been amongst them. Verse seven, and you shall speak my words to them, whether they hear or whether they refuse, for they're rebellious. But you, son of man, hear what I say to you. Do not be rebellious like that rebellious house. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. And then he's given a scroll to speak. And he was saying, do not be results-orientated. Because we live in such a physical world, we can be very physically swayed around. If we speak a word of encouragement and we don't see a response <coughs> in the person that we speak it to, we can then be as discouraged as the person that we try to encourage. We don't know the result of what goes on. I can say a word in this room and not think it has had any effect on someone, but it might have done. I can't judge what goes on in a person's heart and we cannot be driven by that we have to be driven by the obedience of our love for Jesus that compels us to speak the truth in love and if you are praying for something and you haven't seen the breakthrough yet but God has spoken on it keep praying keep asking keep believing keep thanking keep blessing because when God speaks it will come to pass and we won't see the full results until we get to eternity. If we're expecting to see them now, we're going to live confused and discouraged. And everyone around us is gonna have to keep pulling us up all the time. No, it's good, it's keep going, keep going. None of us need to be, that's not mature. We all need to provoke ourselves to strengthen our own knees, to uh, strengthen the feeble hands. Keep contentment, keep keep mindful of what God has said on a situation. Keep mindful of the promises and keep in faith. He is faithful who promised. Amen.